1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on day two of the League Cup final inquest. Michael Beale says he's still super optimistic about the future despite Rangers' defeat. Ange Postacoglu is reiterating his commitment to Celtic as Cameron Carter Vickers voices his confidence for more silverware and the search is on for Dundee United's new manager. Could Craig Levine be set for a return? I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight, you've got Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson. I listened last night, Gordon, and I expect some more tonight. 48 hours after the big game, there's still a lot of fallout. People picking the bones out of what went wrong for Rangers, what was so good for Celtic. Rangers quickly have to get over it. They've got a home game against Kilmarnock at the weekend to cut the points. Deficit to six. Celtic have to revisit where they were beaten earlier on in the season to keep their impressive run going. And like you say, Dundee United, Mull Club, looking for a new manager. What's the names in the mix? Who's it going to be to keep Dundee United yeah, up this still, season? Still plenty of talking points after Sunday, Gordon. It was a game that didn't really live up to its hype. But cup finals are mostly uh, about winning. Uh, and I so thought it was all right. <laughs> I, I, no, what I, a start to the show. Do you know with this guy? It was brilliant. He, he prefers to watch football if, in the comfort of his own home now. Yeah. It's the if, fact if, that we went to Hamden. If you think that cup final was brilliant, you've got a problem. Now, I've got a problem then. I thought it, it was brilliant. It wasn't brilliant. Um, I thought the cup final was good, but it wasn't brilliant. I thought the second half was exciting. Rangers scored when they come back in when they looked dead and buried to make it 2-1. It got a bit excited. Then Celtic obviously on the break. But I didn't think... I, I, I thought, to be honest with you, I thought we'd have got a better, faster, fluent cup final than what we got. Very strange tone to start the show, I must admit. But anyway... Don't 01, invite him back. 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Like we thought would be the case... You don't get over a day like Sunday in just one night, do you? In fact, the phone lines were rammed last night And if you didn't get through, we apologise This might be uh, a chance for you to get on and have your say Of course, from the Celtic side of things Everything feels rosy and you're delighted at yet another trophy And full of praise for Kyogo and Hitati And all the rest of them uh, And for Rangers fans, very much about where it went wrong And, and, now, and what happens next, I guess? How can the gap... Uh, be bridged How big is it What about Michael Beale's part in it all What about the future of certain players And all the usual questions that follow A big game 01419511025 Or Twitter at Clyde SSB um, I think we certainly enjoyed Mark Wilson Being out of the studio My favourite part though um, Was when a fan behind us in the gantry Kept leaning over and trying to give Gordon Diel a beer I don't, don't really, even really know how this worked or whatever I don't think it allowed that sort of thing um, it, it, Well the, the guy did claim he was in back. hospitality uh, Do you want a pint does? <laughs> <laughs> Magnificent uh, It was great Listen I loved the cup final I, I thought it was a brilliant atmosphere Lots of colour The only part I would agree with Daz is The opening 20 minutes you know, both teams try to find their feet And I thought Celtic were in more control than Rangers Rangers didn't seem to have a game plan In that first 20 minutes Or the game plan was to slow everything down Every goal kick, every corner kick They won um, They were taking an age to take it Now, I thought it then livened up When Celtic started taking the game to Rangers Jota's chance, Kyogo's chance And you could sense something was coming But the atmosphere, us getting allowed at the studio For one weekend of the year I loved it And now it becomes Gordon about 
the big picture as well Of course we'll, mm. Like I say It's only day two Loads of people Didn't get through last night We'll still talk about the game And, and who was good And who wasn't um, For Celtic fans You can almost sense They just they just want to get Straight back to it They want to press home And win this league As soon as they can They've probably got their eyes On a treble as well And For Rangers fans They want improvements And they want more from And I'm generalising here obviously But they want more from Certain players and, and the future of certain players Is up in the air So what happens here on in Is going to be interesting Very interesting Gordon I was one of those Probably with all the Rangers supporters After the the last game at Ibrox You're looking You're thinking 2-2 Rangers played particularly well In, in spells Celtic started strongly Finished strongly 2-2 And you're thinking Yeah Rangers are starting to You know bridge that gap But after watching the game on Sunday There's a long long way to go I looked at a Rangers team for me that needs needs revamped and needs freshened up. And I keep saying, Michael Beale's come in for a bit of criticism with his team selection. I'm one because I couldn't believe uh, the starting 11. I, I, I thought that was the wrong team. But at the end of the day, that's only my opinion. Who am I to tell uh, the Rangers manager? Um, but... To be fair to him, I think he's got to be given time to get his 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 own players in. He's transferred the the window opens in the summer. There'll be a lot of players going out. I think there'll be a lot of players coming in, and then I think that's the time when Michael Bale starts getting judged. Um, I know there'll be disappointed Rangers fans, of course. I said on Sunday about a free hit. What I really meant was. I didn't think Michael Beale losing the game would be under pressure for his job and I don't think that will be the case. He'll be under pressure in the fact that Rangers fans have come on given a bit of criticism, i.e. tactics about, you know, who he's starting to live in was, how he never changed it, was Tillman fit, was Lundstrom fit, did he take a gamble? That's all part of the management. So it'll be interesting to see how this goes forward. But for me, looking at the game on Sunday, being we used guys at Hamden, I think Rangers get to the summer... They need revamp. They need more freshness in there, new players, more energy. I didn't think there was a lot of energy about the team at all. A lot of work for Michael Bill to be uh, done. Right, 01419511025. We'll do both at the same time. We'll look back on Sunday, but then look at what comes next, what the future holds. Uh, and on that topic, Michael Beale says he's still super optimistic. Uh, about the future I know lots of you Rangers fans Didn't necessarily feel that way uh, Now that the dust has settled a bit after Sunday What do you make of What he's got to say here Revamp's a better road than rebuild I think the one or two players that we brought in Look we've had a lot of injury problems this season Even going into this game this week A lot of uncertainty We need to get over that We need to make sure that People are fit and healthy and available and it makes a strong squad and we can build forward. It's important we've got to recruit, we've got to work out one or two futures. I think we'll come back stronger. I don't think we should get too carried away. We lost today. It's the end of the world in terms of the rest of the today. But tomorrow we wake up. The job was always going to be big regardless of this result. It's important that we uh, bite down the gum shield. We take our medicine, which is don't taste too nice right now, and we come back. But when I look at a team with the promise that Malik Tillman shown, with Raskin, with Campwell moving forward, there's enough for me to be super optimistic about the future. Is it going to be plain sailing? Of course it isn't. If I'd have come in and we would have won the cup final today, would it have been everything been rosy in the future? No, we'd have still had that work to do. So it's my job to do that tomorrow. 
I don't mind being judged on that, but I think at this moment in time, it's probably not the right time for me to, to be worrying about the greater future. It's more what didn't go right today in this fixture and what have we got to do to fix it against Celtic because against everybody else, it seems to have been fine so far. Michael Beale says he sees enough to be super optimistic about the future. What about you, Tommy? Would you go along with that? Um, not at the present moment, no. We definitely need more players in. Um, I thought Sunday we, we sort of made a run for our own bag. A lot of our, our play was negative. It kept going back to McGregor. We kept recycling the ball back the way. Um, everybody could see that Tillman wasn't having a good game. So I think he's still been hooked after about 30 minutes. And then when we do get a break and it goes 2-1 up, it takes Morelis off. You know, the, the guy who scores the goal, uh, it just didn't add up to me. Um, I'm with Tommy all day long Now the Rangers manager will have his reasons For substituting Morelos You could argue that up until he scored the goal He contributed nothing right I will agree 100% with that But as a striker He gets the goal All of a sudden 2-1 You're thinking right We need the next goal to really put pressure on Celtic And you take your striker off I, I I found that baffling Now as much as you can say Yeah okay we brought Cholak on Maybe Rangers fans are screaming for A go for 4-4-2 four, four, two, Maybe two strikers up top But I would never have taken Morales off as much as Because you think about it going he's, he's not contributed He's got the goal that's given Rangers fans Rangers players a lift He's excited, he's buzzing Nine minutes later, ten minutes later Whatever it may be He's been substituted I played as a centre forward And I would have been Absolutely raging at that And I think Morelos You know Showed his rage When he came off the pitch Because to be fair Mark I, I wouldn't Put the case That he was anywhere near His sparkling best and, and Gordon says He didn't contribute much Before the goal But he was also far from Rangers biggest problem Yeah On the day You would have to say well, The biggest problem Was the midfield area And, and lapses in defence That keep happening Again and again Um like the lapses in defence I keep highlighting Barisic And it's not because I'm a Celtic man Like I was accused in Saturday It's because it's there In plain sight And he keeps making The same mistakes And he did again on Sunday But the midfield for me Was the biggest problem Bill then He's just saying there That he sees enough In Cantwell and Raskin To go forward mm. Yeah he doesn't play them In a game That he mm. must win A one-off game It's the same players That he turned to and that's that he, he needs transfer windows He'll obviously get transfer windows But need to remember The players, the squad that is there A lot of them have worked with Michael Beale It's not like a new manager comes in You say Needs a, a bit of time To get his ideas across Tavernier, Goldson, Barisic, McGregor, Dave So on All know Beale But again it seems to be the same mm. mistakes That's you, what you must frustrate Rangers fans You highlight the midfield Martin and, and, and I sort of agree with you But where I'd be disappointed is you put in two white guys with pace and ability to get you up the park, right? Kent on one side, Sakala another. I thought the two of them were dreadful. Ah, but how, really did, how did how did they get get the ball? Even they when they got the ball, they contributed look, nothing. Look at, look at Hatati, look at Moy, look at McGregor feeding the ball wide to Jota and Maeda and Taylor for the goal. Kamara and Lundstrom played the ball sideways or backwards every time they had it. It didn't play it forward. Uh, Tommy, what then? If you if we boil it down more, are you annoyed at Michael Beale for those instructions, or do you think that, that the players within whatever he was trying to do didn't 
get close enough, didn't didn't put in enough of a shift. What's what's who's to blame? I, know, I, I think I think the players didn't put in enough of a shift. I think I'd have had Arfield on. I think I'd had Jack on for the start. Scottish boys that know what the old Firm game's all about. Um and I think with Morelis See just on see just on that, Tommy, right? I'm I'm interested in this mindset because I see it a lot, I see it in social media. What does Rio Hatati know about these games? He's certainly not Scottish, probably knows next to nothing about the fixture. And yet he strolls about Hamden as if he's got slippers on and controls the game. Do we not need to get away from that sort of stuff? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. See the Japanese philosophy. I mean, I was, I was sponsored a long time ago. I was a good runner. I got sponsored by the Japanese firm. Their whole work ethic's totally different to what we have. Um, they give you 110 percent whether you're a joiner, plumber, football player. Regardless Even at that bar, look, That was one example Whoever Pick whoever you like Aaron Moy Whatever These are the good Good footballers Who carry out a job I don't know if it really matters People always come back to that The old Scottish And the people know But like Football is multicultural now You want your best players And your best team Regardless of their nationality On the pitch My opinion That Rangers Didn't put the best team On the pitch Now Again I, I like what Daz says Who are we to stand here and say that wasn't the best team because Michael Beale works with these players, you know, all through the week. He see, must see have for thought what it's worth. You're absolutely allowed to stand there and say it wasn't the right team. Well, but stop this apologetic stuff. All the fans you, do it because that's what it's all about. Well, but it's you fine. can under you can understand Michael Beale's thinking, right? Because he's went back to the two-two draw Ibrox and the Hearts game. Yeah, he referenced the right, both, yeah. and 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 he's obviously looked at the performances and thought, yeah. But my argument against that is, you're nine points plus. Behind Celtic You're the catch up team You've tried to strengthen in January So you're bringing in players To make your team better Right So if you're doing that And you've chased for instance Raskin I, I would have had him in the team All day long Right I was really surprised He wasn't in the starting 11 Now if you've chased these two guys To bring them in in January To, to strengthen your team To make them better To try and narrow that gap to Celtic you come up against the biggest game in the season, and the two of them on the bench. I, I, I that baffles me. Does the like, Michael Beale would say this isn't a contradiction because when he references uh, Raskin and, and Cantwell and whatever after the game, he's talking about the future and he's explained why he didn't play them. He'll see them as two separate things. But I can just imagine Rangers fans listening in their car or at home just now and hearing him sort of rhyme off how he's optimistic about the future, mentioning those players. You know, 15 minutes yeah. after a game in which they didn't start It, it kind of jars for some people Like I say, I get what Michael Beale means He'll see them as being separate But for Rangers fans they'll maybe Find a bit of frustration yeah, within those and, and I can understand that And Michael Beale also just said there That you know we need to find a way against Celtic Because against everybody else it's okay That's a contradiction Because he's come out at numerous games And says it's, it's not okay We've got a result but it isn't okay uh, And And players make Similar mistakes as they've done time and again So It needs to get It, it needs a revamp That has used the word Then Michael Beale You must have heard him say I, that I earlier. swear I'm I joking. Didn't hear I'm joking But they, they do need a revamp That is quite clear From the team that played at Hamden You can't ask those players To continually Go out And expect A different result Well everyone keeps pointing out the start We mentioned it at the game It was 7 wasn't it 7 of the 2019 starting eleven. Started at the weekend Celtic had won In Callum McGregor like, um, I mean that's 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 crazy but That's where I think You've got to give them A little bit of scope 
I, I keep going back to Look He comes in for a bit of criticism Of course because Rangers Fans went along there With a lot of hope Thinking they could get a bit of silverware Celtic showed their class And showed mm. them that There's still a long way to go But Michael Beale Has got to be given Those transfer windows The same as Ange Postacoglu uh, that, that team there That squad that Ange Postacoglu's got That's his that's Ange Postacoglu's team, squad, everything. Michael Beale needs the same sort of... A, and I know you can argue, well, he's been there before and all the players that he knows them inside out. He needs the transfer windows as well. It just does help your cause, though, doesn't it? If you play... The, if, if he was to play even one of them, then it, it gives you that... 100%. I'm with um, that. I, I couldn't believe that. But anyway, um, Kevin is on the line from a Celtic perspective. Kevin, how are you feeling a couple of days on? Well, I'm delighted. Uh, I hope you're all doing well. Thank you. Um, first of all, just congratulations to Big Ange. Another another trophy in the cabinet. Another easy day's work. For me, I, I thought for the vast majority of that game, the Celtic were on top. I don't think it was a classic game of football. To be honest with you, I don't think both teams were at their best, but Celtic were by far the better team for the, the, the largest portion of that game. Um, I've been listening to the show the last, the last couple of nights, and there's been a lot of talk about you know Rangers fans coming on saying, "Oh, we should have started Raskin and and Cantwell." Listen, they would have done nothing against their midfield. I, mean, I don't know anything about Raskin, but Todd Cantwell has not kicked the ball for about the best part of a year. You've got to pitch him in against the best midfielder in Scotland, against McGregor, against Atati, and expect them uh, to get the better of the three. I don't. I can't see that. I don't. I don't think so. Um, this, will, this will make you feel uneasy Kevin um, that Andy Halliday was kind of making that point last mm-hmm. night We we keep lumping Raskin and Cantwell together Because they're both new and, and they both didn't play But if Tillman was deemed fit And you can debate amongst yourselves mm-hmm. whether he was or not He was going to play anyway So I feel like the debate is more about Raskin actually than Cantwell We keep lumping Cantwell into this But really I think And, and I, get, look, I get where Kevin's coming from mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's saying Rangers win the game if Raskin plays 100% you're, you're talking I, I, about an improvement, that's all. And I'm first to put my hand up and say, I don't think Rangers would have won the game we're asking, but I think they would have given themselves a better opportunity because Mark was saying at the uh, top of the show that, you know, Celtic dominated the middle of the park. So at least there's a better. For me, Raskin's been brought in to improve the team and they think he's a better player than what they've got. So I would have played in the middle of the park. Whether that would have worked or not, I don't know. But you're bringing somebody in to improve your team. You look at Celtic starting a living, right? And you can argue this, but I think there'd be a lot of people for it. Ange Postacoglu played his strongest starting a living, right? For me. Maeda comes in there, Jota, Kyogo. The big argument, O'Reilly or Moy. The rest of them, if they were playing another cup final tomorrow, mm. that would be the starting, yeah. right? Rangers, for me, didn't. And that's I thought I think that's where that I I'm a bit concerned about Raskin. To me, has been brought in because he's better than what they've got, and yet he's on the bench. Anyway, we've gone back to a Nicholas Raskin debate, Kevin. When you were trying to give Celtic some uh, some credit, how how pleasing is it to? Because you said you know it's control, but I sat next to Mark Wilson, right? And I'll get, let you in a secret. He was a, he was a bit worried at a point. I can tell you, he was definitely worried at a point. How yeah. how pleasing is it, Kevin? This team's mentality to be able to. To see those things through I think Mark needs to just Calm down a wee bit Because see, Watching the game I understand Maybe I understand a wee bit Where he's coming from Rangers are a good side They've got to have moments In the game Where they've got to have The ball in their final third They're a good side Of course that's going to happen But Celtic's defence Had everything under control How many how many saves Did Joe Hart make? Not, I can't remember Making any saves So it was not as if I was sitting there Going oh my god There are all errors here 
it, it was never it was never that kind of that kind of pressure. But I just felt that we were uh, we were we were very comfortable. Um, even even though when Rangers had had come into it defensively, we were still comfortable. And just on a wee side note, I think there was also a couple of wee distractions before the game that Michael Beale needs to learn a wee lesson and fashion Sakala as well. Michael Beale was too busy having a back and forth with Chris Sutton, where his mind should have been on winning that cup final. And Michael Beale also should be having a word with fashion Sakala because you can't come out and be making statements like that before a cup final against Celtic and then have an absolute nightmare yourself. So he needs to learn his lesson as well. Actions speak louder than words. And about Celtic days, we do a talking on the pitch, and that's why we're successful. I, I admire uh, Kevin's confidence and his his composure, Mark. It just like we were in the stadium from, and like this is not this is not designed to take anything away from Celtic. Everybody you speak to says Celtic deserve to win. That's not yeah. a problem. It's not up for debate. Yeah, but. There was clearly a slight element of nervousness between of between minutes sixty four and, and maybe seventy four. So you know, for a 10-15 minute period, yeah. and I take Kevin's point. Yes, Joe Hart didn't make any saves. That's why everybody you speak to thinks Celtic deserve to win. But football is a funny business, and of course, you just never know what's going to happen. The Celtic firmly in control. They score the second goal, and I was just thinking, well, this could be anything. This could be three, four. All of a sudden, Celtic. In my opinion Sort of retreated Back the way And Rangers gain territory Now they get the goal And you're thinking When it's 2-1 And you're coming up against A Rangers side Who have got players Who can score against you Well Morelos just Proved it Then anything can happen Celtic Regained their composure Though in the last 5 minutes And could have made it More comfortable Thank you to Kevin 01419511025 Good time to call You could be up next you are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. It's 0141-951-1025. And you can tweet the guys at Clyde SSB as well. So let's hear from you. Whatever you have on your mind tonight, this is the time and the place to share it. Just like Nadim and Livingston is about to do. Take it away, Nadim. Hi Gordon, how you doing? Good, good, good. Are you well? Well, as well as can uh, be. Yeah, I'm well, but um not happy to be honest. I just um I was saying to the producer there, Gordon, that um it's maybe real it's made me realise for for the first time this season of of how far, you know, we are behind Celtic and it, and it really kinda of pains me to, to say that because I didn't think the gap was as big as, as it as it showed yesterday. I think Celtic didn't play well, clearly, um, but they still win the game. You know, the three goals that were scored you know, our goal was was really scrappy. Morelos scores it, but it's a really scrappy goal. Their their two goals were were quite well worked, especially the, the second goal. And I just I just I just you know I, I I'm, I'm not going to Bill at all. You know, I, I absolutely believe Bill is, is the right man to take us forward. I just I, I don't know. I just maybe a bit, I'm a bit kind of maybe dejected a little bit now. I think you know think of of the gap between us and Celtic. I know they've got a, probably a better squad overall, but in terms of the first starting line, you know the, the starting lineup, first eleven in the pitch, I didn't think there was that big a gap. And and not to start Raskin and and Cantwell as, as Gordon DL said the other on, I, I just don't get it either. Do you know those are your two marquee signings that you've made in in, in the winter there, and, and and you still you, you don't start them for, for whatever reason. Then you bring them on late on in the game when. When there's no chance, you know, probably no chance of them scoring. We could have played all night, you know, that second half performance. Although we were a better team, I just felt we could have played all night and not scored. We just, we just did not look like a team that was going to score and get that equaliser. Look, maybe it is because well, you're comparing two teams that are at different stages, Gordon. Mm-hmm. You've got one that's 20 months into their regime and the other a 
couple of months in, what Sanj Postacoglu had, is it four, had four windows, is it something like that? Michael Beals had won. But at the same time, that's that's not Celtic's fault. That's no. that's just the reality. You just have to do it. You just have to match it. But you kind of get what Nadim means from from us being there. And again, if you want to say that's just because they've had longer at it, fine, suit yourself. But the two goals Celtic scored are like the most typical Celtic goals you'll ever see. They do it all the time because they've got that clear style, that clear identity. It's effective, and it's it's very effective because, like I say, you know it. You know that's the type of goal they score, but stopping it's an entirely different proposition. Yeah. Sitting in the stadium, Gordon, I, I think Jota had the, the the one chance, and then I looked at the clock. The first corner, and which was incredible for Celtic to have, was thirty one minutes on the clock. The first corner they had, so it shows you weren't at their their, their fantastic best, but you never had the feeling they weren't in control of the game. You know, they didn't create those... You know, you talk about Joe Hart not having... But in the first half, you didn't have McGregor making fantastic save after fantastic save. You had Jota uh, with the one chance. Then they had the corner in 31 minutes. But they still looked in total control of the situation for me. And I thought second half, especially when um, Kyogo scored just before half time, they come out in the second half... And they dominated the game up until Morelos obviously scored. And you always get a lift from that. And I think Rangers did get a lift. And I think where there there any hope of the cup final, I always get back to uh, just moments, was the one that got flashed across. And uh, Cholak and Barisic was at the back post. And none of them can control the ball, which would have given them a great opportunity in maybe getting back into the game. When that when that went away, I thought to myself, this game's gone. And then all of a sudden, Celtic just kicked back into their gear. Now, you're right. There's a team there that now you look on Sunday. There's one that's built, and that's Celtic. And they'll just add to that, because he's brilliant in the transfer market. You cannot take that away from the Celtic manager. He's brilliant at it. Recruitment is great. There's one getting rebuilt. So if you're a Rangers fan just now, you'll need to be patient. You'll need to wait till that summer because it does need revamp. There's no doubt. I think every Rangers fan will admit that. Not rebuilt though. Well, I'm just going to Michael Beale wants to point you, out the difference. Yeah, you can split hairs. But the, look, what, what it needs is it needs fresh faces in and it needs mm. people. I'm not going to say dead because I think that's a bit disrespectful. It just needs players that have been there, done it. Out the door to make space for other people. But see, coming see, this just small details about the Celtic team and the Rangers team. And Bill's been there what three months now, something like that. There is no grey areas. My Ange Postecoglou said, "I watched on Sunday. Every one of the players known exactly what to do at goal kicks, exactly what to do when in possession. The same movements that we've seen time and again. Me and Daz went to Motherwell in the early rounds and saw the same movements from Hatati and Taylor and uh, Maeda and Jota wide." That we saw on Sunday And then I look at Rangers And and Beal Who has had time To implement A style of play And I know it will take time I, I was still disjointed It could I, 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 I didn't know their, their game plan to me In the opening stages Was just to slow everything down Rather than actually try And impact a, the game Is a pre-season Really important period To try yeah. and do that though Yeah I, I can agree with that I, I can Um but when did he come in before the start of the season? He didn't have too long to work with the players. I get that before, after the World Cup, I mean, All right, before yeah. the Hibs game. But he still had a period of time to implement style in. 
It just looks more disjointed than Celtic's just looks like a, a smooth running machine. Dean, you, you know, you've come on to say you, you acknowledge there's a gap, it saddens you. How, how confident are you the, that Michael Beale can bridge this gap soon or eventually, that the board can bridge it sooner or eventually? Because he says he's still super optimistic. I know every, you'll be hurting after the weekend, but how confident are you that, that you're on the right track? Um, I think you've got to give him time, Gordon. You know, he's, 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 as, as, as Mark says, he's only been in post um, a few months, so you've got to give him time. You've got to give him, you know, at least another transfer window to, to make more signings. Um, and so, so I'm confident that, that he'll do that. I mean, he's shown, you know, although he wasn't the number one at the time, but you know, when he was with Gerard at Ibrox, he, you know, the, the, both of them did really well. So I'm, I'm confident that, that that he can build a good team. Um, it just, it just, you know, goes to show if if, if he will. You know, make a team that that will challenge Celtic and, and win the league going forward. But the, the other point I wanted to make was, I mean, I, I know I know we're talking about um, you know it's, uh, the, the team's got no identity, and, and I, I probably agree with that to some degree, Mark. I think it's been hard for 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 Michael Beale because he's came in partly through through the season. But when, when I look at Giovanni Van Bronckhorst when he's in charge to begin with, you know that was just the, the, the biggest criticism I had about him was there was no identity. You know, we went a we went a free form passing team, we went a back to front team. But we, we didn't know what we were, and I, I don't think that's improved too much in that respect. But I've got you've got to give Bill time, and I just I just keep going back to the Youth Cup final, thinking you know a, a big proportion of that team played in the Youth Cup final. So I just don't understand how you can go from being you know really good players to. To, to not being as good, you know, um, over a short period of time. But yeah, I'm confident, Gordon, that I think, you know, hopefully that, that you will come good, but it's just maybe going to take a bit of time to do that. Thank you very much, Nadim. 01419511025. Twitter is at Clyde SSB as well. If you want to get your thoughts in, you can please do so. Uh, get in touch with Mark and Gordon and let them know what you think. Uh, let's stay on the phones right now, though, uh, because I think Jim is a Rangers fan on the line. How are you feeling after it, Jim? Have you calmed down a bit? Is it. Is the dust settling for you? No. I think if he doesn't, I said to the producer there, if he doesn't close the gap to three points, I don't think he'll win the league. I'd said previously when he came in, he had to win both cups. Well, now, if he doesn't win the Scottish Cup and close the gap to three points, I don't think he's good enough to be there next season. Seriously? Honestly. What difference does that make, though, right? In terms of if you, you lose the league by three or it's four, five, six, seven points. Is that, is that really a big enough difference for three points to be considered enough to keep your job, but seven points is not enough to keep your job? It can't be that fickle, can it? Nine points was enough to get Giovanni Van Bronckhorst the sack, and he didn't... Have the, he didn't Beal hasn't had the same injury problems that Beal, uh, Van Bronckhorst had at the start of the season. Half the players Rangers signed for him were injured. Right, but... Giovanni Van Bronckhorst fell nine points behind, right? So they're you know, negative <laughs> minus nine, if you like. If Michael Beale just keeps it at nine, that means he's not lost any ground on Celtic, but you still don't think that would be enough to keep him in a job? No, because he has to beat Celtic. If he can't beat Celtic, there's no point of him being there. I, I mean, that that to me seems like a separate point. And in time, that probably is true. But to sort of put a, a, a points total on it, yeah, Gordon, Jim, I don't know. Jim sounds angry. Um, I think a lot of Rangers supporters will be the same. I think it's a little bit unfair, right? Um, I keep going back to it. I think he's got to be given those transfer windows. I think he's got a, a team that needs, we'll keep calling it revamped or rebuilt, whatever you want. So he's got to be given time for that. Now, where I will agree with Jim is, Michael Bale get brought in 
with everyone talking about this style of football who's going to play on the front foot different from Van Bronckhorst I've not seen that at all right I've been very disappointed with the style of football Rangers have played now I know they've got results but a lot of those results and the manager keeps coming out and saying we need to improve we need to improve we need to improve but when they come up against Celtic you've always had that feeling that Celtic were comfortable enough to go and, and especially at the weekend but I think you've does, he have, on... does he have the right tools to do it right now now I'm going to get back to it Signed Raskin didn't play him fine Signed mm-hmm. Cantwell didn't play him um, do you have the right Tools to do it If we're, if we're, we're going to spend The next few days Drawing constant comparisons Ange Postacoglu Is obvi- obviously Very good at putting His style across But at the same time Hatati's good at Carrying it out And Callum McGregor's Good at carrying it out And Kyogo's good at Carrying it out yeah. I think he's got the tools At the moment When um, you look at what, the squad is, what, it, is it stale With some Rangers fans I, I think it is stale right But if you flip it The other way When Postacoglu Came in at first Did he have the tools No he didn't But what he done Was he made players yeah, That's maybe why though they, they didn't start the league Very well yeah, last season But he made players Better at the trend, Like Ralston's And people are And all of a sudden Taylor started becoming You know A fan's favourite So he, he started making Players better I don't see that With Michael But I don't look at Many Rangers players And think my God, since the manager's come in, I think Sakala got a wee lift, right? But I don't think he's at that level that he can do it consistently. Mm. I think Ryan Kent got a wee lift. We've seen Ryan Kent, and I highlighted it at the weekend. Rangers fans are expecting a big performance. Come on, give them the performance they're looking for. Once again, failed. Kamara, uh, uh, his stats are terrible just now. Um, Lundstrom, you can argue, injured. Tillman's had a wee in and out, a bit of form. I just think that it needs freshened up, Gordon. But I'm not saying that Michael Beale should come under pressure. I think you've got to be fair to the guy. I think you've got to give him transfer windows and then judge him from Don't there. Don't get me wrong, Mark. If that gap grows, I expect it to get uncomfortable. We'll use that word and people can pick their own. But you know, for Jim to say it needs to go to three... Or, or, or it's not good enough to, does it, no, doesn't work like that no surely, I don't think it, it works like that no um, and it won't work like that I get Jim's frustration at the Cups when you're given a fair shot mm-hmm. at the Cups with a squad that should let's be honest should get you to Cup Finals if you avoid Celtic mm. then you know Rangers fans are entitled to think that some silverware should be coming I think with Beals see, see, see at the same time sorry to interrupt but like if everybody who's watching acknowledges that they're a bit below Celtic just now, and you, you know, it, it, it's not. It's very difficult to almost gar- not guarantee that you're going to win a cup. But if you run, if you run into Celtic and lose two one in the League Cup final, you run into Celtic again and lose one yeah. nil or two one in the Scottish Cup. Not great, granted, but <laughs> Rangers fans, Gordon, you know what the city's like. Rangers yeah, fans no, just no. don't ex- accept that at all. They, they don't care if individually their players are a million miles away They still expect that's what being at Rangers and Celtic is about But I was just going to say If he's revamping his squad I think Beal needs players who are more mobile than what he's got More dynamic than what he's got just now I think when you look through that team that started on Sunday Mobility was an issue You look at Morelos up front Everything fed up to me. He didn't win anything there He hardly held anything up you look at Lundstrom, you look at even Kamara now in the midfield with a mobile. Tillman, now Tillman's a bit different. I thought Tillman looked injured early on, so he wasn't mobile. With Celtic, you look at Hitati running past beyond the striker to get into the box. You look at even the fullbacks, Taylor, making runs to get beyond. And Celtic are much more mobile that suits Ange Postacoglu's style. Rangers are stale 
They're slow And they're flat mm, Thank you Jim 01419511025 You know the drill Pick up the phone We'll try and get you on next 01419511025 This is Scottish football's League leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here 01419511025 Twitter at Clyde SSB uh, There was a theme developing last week And I, I called it out And I feel like it's happening again You can just tell these games They just They bring out a serious side in you two You know there's usually a bit of chaos in here When you two get together You're very ago. serious You're sort of <laughs> you're, you're both hot under the collar I feel like you've just been really on the ball I, th- I feel after the weekend It is a serious time Just now We'll, we'll kick back A lot of people hurting We yeah. don't want to make a mockery <laughs> Anybody But What the deal was But anyway aye, Seriousness I just fell yeah. off my chair again By the way Were you When you weren't here Next Saturday uh, Last Saturday Done the exact same thing Somebody's at it I think you're being Busted my knee I'll, I'll tell you Just to, to lighten the mood slightly Our colleague Stephen Mill Has just brought this To my attention right um, <laughs> Chris Moyles you know where I'm going with this He just updated his profile picture on Twitter And it is this spitting image of you <laughs> No it's not It is I, I can't I can't see it It seriously is see it even the, He's even got the same old guy Wearing white trainers To try and look cool <laughs> Look like Gordon occasionally <laughs> Look at that It's you Aye Same kind of shape about you Just Same hair I, I, It's I, the hair is uncanny Do you know something I I'd have sort of a Disappointed weekend when people come up to you and say, oh, "I know what's coming here." I couldn't believe. Can that. I just tell you what I witnessed? You can tell it if you, you want, no, but I just you feel t- you were there, it. weren't you? I could not Did believe. You know I, I was totally taken back with this guy. Pro- producer Callum, whoever he is, um, it was his leaving night on Saturday. Right, we were out. <laughs> A couple of things jumped out. We took Hugh Evans to the record factory. If anyone's ever been there, by oh, Road, uh, and there was just this moment where I turned round and he was under the speaker and killing in the name of. <laughs> Was like oh. blaring out <laughs> And Hugh was standing with his suit on Specs vibrating He was standing with his suit on under, under the speaker right? And I thought this is weird Did you not get a picture? This is really weird um, And then some boy strolled straight up to him and goes you're, By the way, your nose is not as big as I thought it was going to be That <laughs> compliment uh, Somebody uh, said to you The ultimate back uh, Hamden as well, yeah uh, Hamden yeah. Said your nose bad looking Exactly Exactly <laughs> I've got a few fans left out there. Let me tell you. Speaking of which, there were some there were some compliments floating around for you. On I posted a picture of us on Instagram from the final. And there's there's a few complimentary comments. That took, it took oh, me took no. me by surprise. No, no, hold on a minute. Hold on before we get any further. Mm. Forget the compliment. I'm not any compliments. I like the <laughs> I like the criticism. I get my jeans get slaughtered in there. Oh, don't get me wrong. Your clothes got slaughtered. But no, no, just... no, my jeans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I read some of the comments about is she just out the garden and look at the state. No, I saw somebody they, saying. They I saw were somebody saying, gaffers. I saw somebody saying. Daz looks like he's there to price a job. <laughs> I didn't Imagine, see this. I, I've got to admit, uh, you're not got for Your gloves. Against... Your gloves have been getting tight. I was freezing. Mate, I'll take my gloves. Go on and see the jeans are red. I can only apologise to him that it's like. Off with the smooth There's some compliments in there You trust me Oh are they? Yeah, yeah. Anyway right. let's, let's Please call Let's get back to being serious <laughs> uh, That went too far the other way Gary Is an East Bride Gary Couple of days on Now what, what, what are you thinking As a Rangers fan? 
Uh, I think it's first off, good evening, Gordon, good evening, Gordon, and good evening, Mark. Cheers, Mark. Uh, before I start anything, I'd like just to congratulate my big friend Frank for Kilmarnock, a uh, big Celtic supporting Palamines, uh, on his team winning the cup. Uh, we always look at the things logically, so I've got to say congratulations to him first. Very kind uh, of you. I think, I think it's time to take stock and actually just take a breath, you know. I actually came on here after living listening to the drivel from Mr. DL a minute ago and then I've heard you just rip him apart and I feel bad for him now. Hold <laughs> <laughs> oh, on, get back to the drivel. I like that. Well, to be fair, actually, Gordon, I quickly get over it, right? So, uh, to be fair, I'm listening to what you were saying there and how you don't think there's been any improvement in Rangers playing all that. I think that's a bit of an unfair assessment. I think if you were to say any Rangers fan at the point when Broncos left, if he'd still been there, we'd be looking at about, about 20 points behind now to Celtic because we were in absolute free fall. You know, apart from the, the defeat there in Sunday, and I'll come back to that in a minute, you look at the league games, we've matched the Celtic record all the way through, so we've no lost end on them. And to be fair, we should have won the game at Ibrox, apart from a mistake in the last minute, which allowed Thurahashi to score the goal. Uh, so I think, I think we've got to say that there has been an improvement the game on Sunday there, I think he took a bit of a gamble being loyal to the guys that got him to the final, especially Lundstrom and uh, Malik Tillman, who I thought were a wee, weren't fit enough for that game. Uh, and that probably was shown in the fact that there was a triple midfield substitution at the point they made it. You know, if Rangers had scored when they were in the ascendancy at 2-1, it might have finished a different way. But, you know, two crosses across the box. Maeda takes a fresh air swing. But all credit to the wee Japanese boy for the two goals he scored. He's done the job there. So I'm not a disappointed Rangers fan. I think Rangers fans should be looking and saying, we've made progress. You've got to remember, we're 18 months behind Ange Postacoglu and his team building. We're 18 months behind. So you've got to give Michael Beale a summer transfer window where there's a better chance of signing better players. We've signed a couple of good players in Cantwell and Raskin, but they're going to take time to embed into that team. Uh, so no, I'm I'm far from disillusioned at this moment in time. I think or any talk of I mean I heard the chap Ellis saying if you don't win a cup, Michael Beale's got to go. That's just nonsense. I'm sorry, I don't believe it for a second. Gary, you've just sorry, Gordon, you've just backed up exactly what I've been saying. I've been talking about that Michael Beale has to get to the the summer when the transfer window opens, give him plenty of time, get players that get his own style. The only thing I will say is. When Michael Beale was coming into Rangers, I think, you know, we've seen the training uh, videos about this fast-flowing football, and I think one of their best performances was against Hearts. But apart from that, I have not looked at Rangers, and I watched them on Sunday um, at Hamden, and I don't see this fast-flowing football that was supposed to be branded in. Now, I will excuse Michael Beale because he's just in the door, and I keep saying... Any Rangers fan that comes on and criticises the fact that he has got to be given the time because you made the great point and I said it earlier. Ange Postacoglu came in and was given transfer windows to build a team. His recruitment has been brilliant, shown on the pitch. Michael Beale has got to be given the same patience and the same time for me. I said it last week, Mark. That so it was. Got the comment in before the game, before I knew who was going to win or lose. There is, there is always a temptation for it to to get 
a bit hysterical and, and a bit over the top I don't know is, is that happening on this occasion I mean, we've seen it yeah. lots I think it comes hand in hand with a cup final you know when the silverware is dished out and when Rangers haven't won this competition for 12 years the banner at Livingston last week would have told Michael Beale exactly what some fans expect so I think that's where you're getting the the knee-jerk reaction from the fans like Jim before said if he doesn't win uh, the Cups and he, if he doesn't get within three points and he's mm. not fit to be manager that's just built up through frustration What is success this season then Gary from here on? Uh, I think if we can you know I think if we can reduce the overall points gap uh, you know there's another there's another two league games to go you know if you were against Celtic because I mean, let's be honest guys at this moment in time those two are streets ahead of everybody else in Scottish football. And it saddens me to say that because there's nothing better than seeing a bit of competition. But you look at it now, I mean, you used to sit there. I mean, those guys there, the, the both played the game. You used to sit there on Saturday, Sunday, and you go, right, we're playing Saturday. You're beauty, we're going to put pressure. There's no pressure anymore because you just don't think, well, I mean, he's a Rangers fan. I just don't see Celtic getting beat. I really don't see anybody being able to beat them. And that's... Is that that they are that good, or Rangers are that good, or is it just a sad indictment in the rest of the game? What I'm a question that is! It one minute to beat the pundit. I mean, th- there's a bit of truth in that. I think obviously the teams are miles off at, at the moment, but then just check the bank balance. It's probably a good indicator as to why. Um, I noticed someone pointed out and Celtic announced their latest set of figures that they have made in the last six. Was it in the in the last year? What? Aberdeen, Hibs and Hearts all making about the last six years something like that you know anyway it was it was quite eye-watering I, I think where you actually see it going is uh, not the starting 11 but you look at the bench you look at the guys that can't even go on the bench mm. the quality of the squads that they've got uh, showed you they're miles ahead of anybody else Okay we'll have to leave it Gary you got us on to something that we can maybe continue another time actually because it was certainly uh, planted a bit of a seed, but we're running late already. Thanks again to Gary for his, from East Kilbride, who leads us up to this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. I'll tell you what was I doing. Last night's Beat the Pundit. Did Hannah and Halliday win? Hannah 5 0. I mean, luckily for you listening, Roger Hannah. Is not here And Gordon DL Ain't Roger Hanna Mark Wilson mm. Ain't Roger Hanna So it's much mm. easier tonight 0141951 Doesn't matter about Roger Hanna last night One with they done The guy get nil <laughs> <That's very true. laughs> uh, So the ones that are listening The ones that get nil Please phone in 0141 He's just done my job for me Get your call in before 7 o'clock please Tackle the headlines 0141951 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 0141951-1025 And it's Twitter as well At Clyde SSB So drop in Let us know what's on your mind Tonight uh, I was thinking It was probably You know the dust probably settled You've got a bit more of a, a Sort of Relaxed Look back at the weekend Then we had a caller who said If Michael Beale doesn't cut the gap to three points He should be sacked And I thought Ah the dust is not fully settled yet It's somewhere <laughs> on its way down But we'll um, we'll get there We'll get there I'm absolutely certain of it We do actually have big games down the divisions uh, tonight So I'll keep you up to speed on anything you need to know Before those ones get underway But before we do Let's play this 
Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. Right then, it is Beat the Pundit time. It wasn't a vintage night for the listeners last night. The contestant came on and got a zero. So Colby and East Kilbride, you don't have much to top. Is that all right? Yeah, that's good. It's the perfect time. That's what I'd do. That's what I would do. See if I was if I wanted to play, I would just wait, wait my turn, and I'd mm. wait for someone to get a zero. I'd phone in the next night. Hundred percent. Like good, yeah. good good tactic, doesn't it? Um anyway, let's see who it's gonna be. Heads it will be Mark Wilson. Tails it will be Gordon DL. And it is Tails. You alright about that? Well, officially. Good yeah. luck, Daz. Yeah, but yeah. by the way, I'm a bit worried. Because the wee guy over there I particularly don't like every, Producer Chris Aye, just him Right Every time he makes the questions up I'm hopeless Well bearing in mind Producer Callum gone But never forgotten Doesn't yeah. work here anymore Exactly So, kinda, so yeah. I'll tell you what See if I lose tonight You better get out that door quickly <laughs> Throwing threats at <around laughs> Colby Colby's going to be good uh, um, um, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, have you ever played before Colby? No, first time Oh, don't be nervous, mate Maybe not Are you ready, Gordon Deal? Yeah, yeah What was that supposed to be? I don't know I was just making A chicken Tell me that wasn't a chicken (laughs) Yeah, it was a wee chicken (laughs) Anyway, right I'm going to give you some (laughs) Some glide too Uh, Colby, I know you've never played But I'm sure you know the drill 30 seconds Answer as many as you can And pass if you don't know Simple as that, okay? No problem Top man, your time starts now who scored for Hibs against Celtic in last season's League Cup final? Boyle. Name any current Rangers player signed from Aberdeen. Right, Jack. Who are Dundee playing tonight? Ooh, Hibs. How many games did Celtic draw in their undefeated season in 2016-17? Three. Joey Barton joined Rangers from which English Championship side? Ooh, pass. Name any SPFL team that Craig Levine managed in between his two hearts spells. United. Who are currently bottom of the Scottish Championship? Uh, Abroof. Some of them were tough. Some of them are tough. Let's bring them back. You ready? Yeah. Your worst fears have been realised. I can imagine. I've seen his face. He's all over the place. Right. I know what one it is in particular, isn't it? Oh no. Just, anyway, you ready? Yeah. Don't shake the desk, please. That my you've got me all over the place. Ready? Go. Let's do it. Who scored for Hibs against Celtic in last season's League Cup final? Uh, pass Name any current Rangers player Signed from Aberdeen Jack Who are Dundee playing tonight Party How many games did Celtic draw In their undefeated season In 2016-17 Three Joey Barton joined Rangers From which English Championship side um, oh, Bristol Name any SPFL team Craig Levine managed Between his two heart spells um, Dundee United Who's currently bottom Of the Scottish Championship Abroath Oh, it sounded close. What do you think, Colby? Oh, that's tight. It's tight. Because <sighs> you got that. He did get that in the nick of time, that yeah. last question. Yes. I think so. You got that in the, in the nick of time. Yeah, we're all right. Okay. <laughs> you um, better no say no. Paul Hanlon scored for Hibs. I would never have got that. Um, I, I liked Colby, at least an educated guess in what Martin Boyle. Um, but it wasn't. But you, I mean, you. you, you just passed it Hopeless uh, Ryan Jack or Scott Wright From Aberdeen to Rangers Well done Dundee Are playing Partick Thistle Tonight 2-1 Gordon DL I'm impressed with you I just thought you wouldn't know that I'm, I'm up to date With all sorts of football All over How many place. games Did Celtic draw In their undefeated season In 2016-17 That is tough That's stupid it's, Producer Chris is in my ear Saying it's common knowledge Apparently no, it's not. Has Colby got it? 
You both went for three So either way Oh good You're wrong It's four Oh unlucky Colby 2-1 to Gordon Shoot unlucky Gordon 2-1 <laughs> to Gordon DL <laughs> Joey take. Barton joined from Burnley Ah I knew it was a B Did I get it? Burnley Bristol oh. Colby didn't get it either oh, So you're Colby, staying you're having on a in front <laughs> uh, Craig Levine managed Wraith Rovers and Dundee United Between his two half yeah, spells You on, both then. got it Go on Colby You both got our broth go as on, well Colby. Which means he's pipped oh. you by one oh. I can't go, believe it I'll tell you what That was a good game Because they were tough questions Colby, Colby nah, do you Don't you feel embarrassed about yourself You get yourself <laughs> out tomorrow Head held high Shoulders <laughs> back Walk down that East Colbride shopping centre And say the Dazzler beat me last night But I put up a good performance Colby Aye At least it wasn't a donut so Exactly <laughs> Well done Colby from East Colbride Was that 4-3? Oh that was a good game Can't grumble Well done Yeah Kept your composure Because you were fast running out of time And you quick fire double at the end Sneaked in Well I've noticed that Some of the questions this boy comes out You need to get him off of them He's ridiculous He's <laughs> absolutely <laughs> look, Have a look, look at his job Have a look at him sums up Right you, have a what? Have a look on when sums it up. Uh, he he he's just come down with. He's never going to condone this public who, who, workplace bullying. Even when we do it to you. Who has gone to know how many games Celtic drew? He in says that? it's common knowledge. Four. Four. And you're not. He's the only person. Everybody that, knows he's that. He's the only person. Did you actually know that? Building. Did you? Did you know that? Definitely not. Who knows that? I actually took a quick look at Instagram to see after after we dug you out for. Um, I was I was actually pointing out the compliments that you got because those were what got my attention. And now that I look through, you're right. You, you were getting give a bit me of a, give oh, me some of the bad ones. Nah, mm, oh, Mark! It's like GBX, right? Neil it's who wanted to know why you were wearing the Undertaker's gloves. Well, they were not cold. It was McNiven who said Dazzler looks like he's there to price a. To price a job Which I thought was great <laughs> I thought that was really my, good My jeans did look like They need a wee uh, I did iron think you looked oh, odd When you walked in Some are too What do you mean I had a nice hoodie Some are too unfair period. To read out quite frankly Really? Ah yeah Just for various oh, reasons That was top of the range uh, Gila Nixon, <laughs> Nixon says it looks like The dancer forgot to put his teeth in <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you smile in photos You look Utterly he miserable. never smiles in photos are we, Ever Are we that bad to, to be around Why do you never smile I don't like getting you photos don't, you, don't like not, your, you don't like your teeth I'm not photogenic I don't like getting photos taken Mark I've never I don't like looking at them I know that I've got a lot going for me uh, But I just don't like I've, it I've never seen you smile In any photo To be fair I'm used to what they've got to smile about I just I hate all that Let's have a selfie nonsense right Then you're freezing You're trying to get them. Hold on a minute Where they are That's untrue Because someone came up And asked me for a picture The other day And he said <laughs> He said you don't want one with me And he says Oh and you come That, that is the 100%. biggest That is the biggest lie I've ever heard 100% in my life. Do you know Absolutely what, Do you know what he's Desperate to bring up And I don't like doing this Because he, I, I like this guy I favour this And but you've just forgotten about it oh. You were banging on to me On Saturday night At the leaving do about the ammunition that you were going to have for the show this week, because someone came up and asked you for a picture. Oh no, no, we wait to Saturday for that. You sure? Oh, we'll wait to Saturday for that. Is it? That's a Saturday one. That's a that's aimed, aimed at me. No, 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 no. no, oh, no right. you're, no, uh, I'll give you a clue. But he might not be listening. You could just bring it up now, and you could remind him on Saturday. No, uh, oh, yeah, the boy came up for a picture, right, and asked Fraser to take it. Absolutely brilliant. He's gone and what about another point on Sunday though? In the media room, the gaffer one. I know that was poor from you. 
Oh, that right. was no, but how he, how he got how he got done. He did. He did. Said to me, Gordon's tracking here, and of course I'm going to go up and say to Gordon, no, no. "How you doing?" He said to me, "You pissed If room. you if you go up and I hear you calling Gordon Gaffer, I am going to go off my head. I'm going to slaughter you. I hate when it's players. I hate when it's players, players and that is nonsense. So anyway, I go up. How you doing, Gaffer? <laughs> <laughs> and, and he he sidles up and tries to steal the limelight. Anyway, two minutes later, we're outside at the gantry. A guy comes up Taps him on the shoulder How you doing Gaffer? How you doing son? He's getting wild loved You could not Shame. run this Such script. a hypocrite Shameless I'm, I'm not kidding you on right And I, I Gordon Strachan then went to the toilet Right He fell in the water I've never seen it I've never <laughs> I've never seen anybody Honestly Crawling in all my life Disgusting him. Oh, He was following him about You know what I mean Shadowing him Man marking he he came out. Gordon didn't even know who he was. I did. He went all right. I remember, <laughs> remember playing you against Scotch Cup final. It backfired on you. I heard it because you walked up to Gordon Strachan and you said you pointed to Martin. Went tell me he was <clears throat> sweary word. And Gordon Strachan didn't even crack a smile and said he was the best fullback we had. <laughs> backfired on you. Let's hear from Cameron Carter. Vickers He's Confident as you would imagine About Celtic adding To their trophy hall From here on in Yeah no It's always, it's always a good Confident boost though when, when you when you know When you win stuff But you know We were fully aware That at this club um, You know You expected to win Every trophy there is So you know We're fully focused on um, You know Maintaining our, uh, our gap at the top of the table and, and, and going for the Scottish Cup as well Let's bring in James Who's a Celtic fan on the line What's your point tonight James? Uh, good evening Gordon good no- Gordon and uh, Mark um, what is I was thinking that this time last year, um, George George's Jack and Matches came out after the three nothing game, and he was saying how Celtic were better than Rangers, and it didn't go down too well with uh, 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 Andrew Ange and and although he never said anything publicly, you know we now know that Postecoglou is no longer with the club. Jack and he's out the door gently. Sakala comes out last week before the game and he's making all these statements and coming up with things like the other mob and things like that you know and and do you think if Mick Beale was a manager right the guy in charge that he should do the same as what Postecoglou does and ease him out the door whoa whoa hold on a minute though James Let, let's let's scale it back a bit you think Giacomacchus is no longer a Celtic player because a year ago he said that they were better than Rangers I think that started off yeah Ooh, I don't know It's quite a theory no, Anyone having, having it? No Absolutely not having that Well you never know No <laughs> Look Players come out and say things That For instance Sakala Right See if you come out and say it The biggest thing you've got to do is You've got to try and back up Now it backfired on him He didn't back up I keep going back to this way Sakala saying the other mob Right I don't th- think Sakala actually even knew what he was trying to say there, right? I think it was a sort of a, a maybe a dressing, dressing room joke to stitch up like we've all been a part of. Now, he did say that, <clears throat> silly, that they were better than Celtic. Which... See, even at that though, right? Mm. Everyone's we, Everyone gets offended on other people's behalf and so on. The guy we just heard from, Cameron Carter Vickers, he was asked about those comments, Mark, and mm-hmm. he could not have cared less. And said, you know, not, not only that he couldn't care... He was totally fine with it, saying that that's what that's what professional sports people do. They think they're the best, and that that's yeah. fine. But he did another do, do sports we need, as well. Do we need to, do we need to, to be so 
uptight about it all Yeah I think people need to relax But when it's Celtic Rangers I, I totally get the rivalry Anything that an opposition player says And is put in front of the media And then it gets spread Gets people's backs up People are so ultra sensitive um, And especially in this day and age Where you can't hardly say anything So people will jump that But I think the professional sports people And, and the Celtic team We spoke about it last week Don't care Really don't care They wouldn't have taken any notice of it But for Sakala personally I will agree with Daz and Namar <clears throat> If you're brave enough to be a player And I don't mind these players that come out And say something different And it's it's, it's good for us Talking points It's, it's quite comical sometimes Then they do need to back it up And Sakala's big moment On Sunday Big moment in the game He had the goal gaping He could have squared it to Morelos But really should have scored he, he slipped up on the big stage So it's him It looks stupid uh, At the end of it But I don't know if it'll Deter him from mm. saying it again I think if he truly believes it He, he might just say it again uh, James Help me figure this out So I, you, I know you're a Celtic fan And after the game At the weekend You You know you're, you're raising the point Essentially that Michael Beale should Ease Sakala out of the club Or whatever For, for saying that why, why do you care Why does it matter uh, it doesn't really matter to me whether Sakala stays or goes, but I'm just uh, I'm just talking about you know if he takes an exit, if, if, see, Bill is a rookie manager, and Postecoglou, as he says, he knows how to land the plane. He's been there for 26 years managing the clubs, managing international clubs, and all that, right? So if he takes a lead, uh, if he's going to learn to anybody, it's the best guy he could learn from, you know, and 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 that's the, that's what basically Postecoglou did. With Giacomakis I still feel like that That's that, that's mm. heavily debatable It's quite a leap That um, Even if Ange Postecoglou Wasn't happy with one of his players Speaking in that In those terms Then I don't think it would have rumbled on For the best part of nine months Before he shifted him Or, or it would have came to that So I don't I don't believe that's true um, Ange Postecoglou Got certain standards Of course he has I've no doubt in my mind That he's in full control Of that club and that dressing room I think he's got a fear factor that the players will respect him and know not to step out of line. I think the Rangers players probably just learning that about Beal just now where the boundaries are. No, you, you establish that over a period of time. So maybe that will come. Maybe, but Beal's a different but Michael, character. Going back to what James is saying there, right? I, I'm totally with Mark. I, I think that's absolute nonsense about Jack and Marcus, right? And I think it's also nonsense that Michael Beal should look over at Ange Postacoglu and learn from him. As a manager, you learn from your own mistakes. You take on board what you, you know, the decisions you make. Michael Bale have probably learned a lot on Monday about Sunday's game, i.e. whether he agrees, did they get the right team? Did they make the right subs? Was it the right tactics? Obviously, Celtic fans will be shouting the radio, no, because they lost the cup. But as a manager, you learn by your own mistakes and the way you go about your business. You manage differently from every other manager. You think differently from every other manager. So Michael Bale, yes, he is a rookie manager. He's a bit to go. Poster Coglu's proved himself, especially in Scotland. He's been absolutely terrific for Celtic. But Michael Bale will learn his own way, not off anybody else. Uh, thank you, James. So one four one nine five one one zero two five or Twitter at Clyde SSB. You've got some breaking news coming out of Dundee United tonight. I'll tell you about it next. 
taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. It's 0141 951 1025. So please do get in touch. We're here for another half an hour anyway, uh, which is plenty of time to get your calls in. I've got a full time teaser for oh, you. Yeah. Uh, James Murray has sent this in. James from Port Glasgow. Uh, and it's a good one But we'll just change the, the theme a little bit right? Too easy to keep banging on about the League Cup final and so on um, So I'm going to go slightly left field here Can you name nine players That have scored for six or more English Premier League clubs What an in- innings that is Can you name nine players that have scored for six or more English Premier League Defoe. clubs Good shout that I No No uh, Crouch Yep Better shout Thanks Sir Crouch Yeah um, somebody Bellamy Yep Good one Mark. Thank you um, Somebody that's been about a wee bit eh? That is, that is a question yeah. Aye Les Ferdinand No Yes oh, no. <laughs> It's a hat Okay we'll leave it there Leave it there We'll get the rest before the end of the show And if you like that idea You think that James from Port Glasgow You could come up with a question And send it in Please do Full time At Clyde One Dot com. I did say breaking news from Dundee United um, And it's that Tony Ashgar Sporting director has stepped down Following more than four years At the club the statement says Tony's decided to leave his, point, his post To allow the new first team manager to be appointed Within a revamped structure The board and chief exec Luigi Capuano Will now lead the process of hiring a new manager And hope to provide an update this week The club make no further comment at this time oh, Very short for a start Not mm. even a thank you to, to Tony Ashgar in there um, Maybe I'm Being pernickety But um, Mark that For many fans Rightly or wrongly I'll leave that up to them I'm not emotionally invested The way they are um, That sort of That had to happen Along with managerial change yeah. Liam Fox was getting it in the neck So was Tony Ashgar Again rightly or wrongly I'm just Describing the facts Yeah the same as you You know it's It's hard to stand here And comment when we don't know We don't go and watch a team Every single week But it was quite clear that it was a disconnect there, a major disconnect between the supporters and Tony Ashgar and Liam Fox was probably a byproduct of that when you add in results and obviously Tony Ashgar appointed Liam Fox. I don't know if it was terribly popular at the time, the appointment, but anyway, when you go back to the last week and the AGM and the points that the owner put out, you saw the protests outside Now when that starts happening How many times have we seen it at football clubs Fans are the power When they start protesting out the ground They make their voices well heard Well known It usually ends in one way um, So the United fans tonight will think it's Two steps in the right direction Lane Fox Sad to see him go Any young manager is But he left the club And now Tony Ashgar It paves the way For Craig Levine Perhaps It's incredible in. how uh, Quickly football changes The chairman gave an interview Not that Last week uh, GM, yeah Yeah he Talking about You know he's happy There'll be no change no, but Tony, They're moving the, forward The announcement And again I know It's Tony's decision The announcement says Tony Ashgar has stepped down Look I know that People We sometimes hear Like mutual consent All that stuff And um, and we conflate a lot of things It does say he stepped down So maybe the The interview last week Is irrelevant But I don't know, not everyone will swallow that Look, let's let's be honest, there was a lot of heat in him And it can't not be easy for Tony Ashgar to hear that It's it's not an easy world to operate And then, you know, your hands are tied Every decision 
is scrutinised He realises where the club is You know Perez is close to relegation And a big change is needed Now this next appointment Our manager has to be spot on It really does So He's maybe just realised that But when When it gets That angry between the supporters And the club mm. Then Something's got to get The bit about you know There's going to be a revamped structure Within the football department Is interesting Because in, in theory that Your sporting director's meant to appoint your or, or take a big role in appointing your manager Yeah. So now we had this before In fact the, the Rangers have, have This debate with Rangers a few years ago And, and sometimes it comes up um, Maybe Motherwell in a sense You you know you're meant to have a sporting director first who, who's yeah. or, a, or a director of football If you're going to have one they need to play a key role And um, that's why the Motherwell example is not great Because that's the chief exec role But um, Everything has to be in, in sync Was it not Celtic as well With Postacoglu There was a changeover yeah. Peter Walwell yeah. To be uh, fair Listening to that Maybe there is not going to be A sporting director going No forward. No if it's a revamp of the, of the structure Then it'll be interesting To see what that revamp was I mean mm. Back when I was at United In my early days It was quite simple There was a chairman And a board and the chairman, Jim McLean at the time, appointed the manager. That was it. And he appointed several managers. Eddie Thompson done the same. Football's moved on a bit that these other positions are available. That makes it slightly more convoluted in, in the approach. Yeah, look, that, that stuff is maybe more interesting in, to Dundee United fans. It's the in-depth stuff to everyone else, though. I still think everyone's watching on with interest, Gordon, to see who the manager's going to be. Now that Craig Levine seems to be one of the front runners, very interesting. Well, I think I, I think he would certainly be the odds-on favourite now because it was well rumoured that Craig Levine said he wouldn't work uh, Dundee United under Tony Ashgar. Tony stepped down. I think maybe leaving that pathway open for uh, Levine to return. Be interesting, but I think they'll certainly have a new manager in the dugout by the weekend. That that's the important thing because how huge is that game Saturday night? There should be a big crowd. That's the reason to hold it at this time. Uh, it was a success the last time. I agree with us. Uh, they need a new manager in, but I mean Tuesday to Saturday is not a long time. That you know those days will tick by pretty quick. A lot to be agreed. So. I don't know uh, if they will. Is Stevie Crawford still in place? I think he's still there, yeah. Is he? Okay, I'm, I'm so I think it's Stevie's sure, taking the, the day-to-day training <clears throat> along with, I guess, Dave Bowman's still there and Craig Hinchcliffe will still be there. So I guess they're taking it at the minute. But it's a horrible place to be at. See, when a club's like that, managerless, you don't quite know what's happening day-to-day. Um, it's unsettling for everybody, and including the players, which is most important, who have to go out and get a result on Saturday. Mm. Any Dundee United fans who want to discuss We're here for you We can certainly do that tomorrow night as well Once you digest the news Maybe there will be an appointment Who knows 0141-951-1025 Tam's a Celtic fan in Castle Milk What are you thinking after the weekend Tam? Oh delighted Absolutely delighted uh, How things are going with us as a club um, Take performances I was hearing a lot with the discussion on the show this evening About performances Cross the road in the city, it's a lot to do with our performances on the good enough, but see taking performances out yeah, you've got to look at how the club's infrastructures are going, in my opinion. Um, Celtic, from my opinion, is way more advanced than that. Um, we got a bad result at Hamden under Ronnie Dyla. Um, the board made a change very quickly, brought in Rogers, changed the whole infrastructure of Celtic. Um, okay, and so you guys fell after Rogers, and we lost obviously horrible season. Um, 
probably lost sort of in history of my time as a Celtic supporter, but the board have went and bounced back again. And I just want to know what the panel's thoughts on that. Rangers, to me, are so far behind in that that I think they're stuck in the past. And they think all about the past, 56 titles, 55, they've got their 56, it's all this sort of stuff. But Celtic, to me, 22, t- uh, 22 trophies in 11 years. You've got, you've got to look at that and look at not just the performance, but the whole, the whole picture there for me. Well, yeah. I, I mean, Tam's got a point just now. It was only two years ago, remember, that there was fans outside Celtic Park, um, you know, obviously unhappy, ugly scenes, and asking for change, not just at management level, but above management level as well. So... You know, things came to a natural end. Peter Lawwell then moved on and Celtic, got to say, didn't get it right, right away. There was a long drawn out process for Eddie Howe and that didn't materialise. Ange Postacoglu was the second choice and by the way, Celtic fans will be thinking, thank goodness for that because things have went so well. Then the chief exec, remember that, that wasn't right as well. You've got to say, since the appointment and all that's been cleared up then, yeah, as my opinion at Celtic look like they're a much more oiled machine behind the scenes. Recruitment, finances, the way that relates to on the park, I think it's all pulling in the one direction. And that's where I would agree with Tam. I'm, I'm not quite sure Rangers are, are quite there at the minute. They might, the manager's only in three months. They might get there behind the scenes. It might all click into place. But for me, yeah, I would agree with Tam. Celtic just now as a club as a fan base connected with the club, is as strong as I've seen in my time. Uh, you know, playing for the club, supporting the club, it's as strong as I've seen. Do you, do you agree with that, Tam? Because, I mean, we could go around all day, Brendan Rodgers set Celtic on the way to quadruple trebles, you've seen great teams before, so comparing different teams in different eras is, is tough, but is this about as strong a connection as you remember? Oh, without a doubt. Um, right now, yes. Right now, um, on the basis of Ange being in charge and how the team is, how Celtic are at this moment in time, um, obviously financially, everything. Um, yeah, we did go through a, a bit of a spell there with obviously Neil Lennon, obviously protests and things like that. But we get that hyped up, obviously, as, as fans that we'd won nine, everything was all about the ten. And to be honest with you, what happened, we don't condone. I, I understand that in the sense of how the behaviour was at Sicily Park, obviously, but in my opinion, but we've changed. We've looked at that in the board and we've went and looked at another manager to look at Eddie Howe. Wasn't he an option for whatever reason? Obviously, it broke down, but somebody's went and found the answer us, obviously, with that, just to get us kick-started again. Um, and honestly, I don't see the way things are the new. I just don't see the other side catching us. It's like a- Almost a football's equivalent of a, of a chicken and egg at times, Gordon, mm-hmm. isn't it? Because you want your structure to be right, your finances, all the right people in place, and you hope that that helps you then get the right results on the pitch. So it, it, it obviously is a good thing. But at the same time, when results are good on the pitch, no one really cares that much mm-hmm. about you know the way it can work. It's funny we're talking about about Dundee United um, just just a moment or two ago, and, and Rangers fans maybe well they'll certainly feel a lot worse about. The board and the structure and whatever than they did when they saw everyone get on that chartered flight off to Seville, you know. So that is it does go hand in hand, um, and but 
like I say, it does go without saying you'd rather have a, a sort of structure or a, a backroom team or whatever, a, an upstairs department that you trust. Uh, yeah, it certainly helps when, you know, for Celtic, for instance, that they're winning trophies, um, they're playing attractive football, the transfer markets have been brilliant, they've brought in some really exciting players, young players. Uh, the manager walked into probably a mess at the beginning and he's been absolutely brilliant. He's just knitted everything together. But I keep going back to it. I think Michael Beale's been brought in for the same reason, to start something with Rangers. And I think he's got to be given time. As a caller said earlier, Ange Postacoglu's 18 months down the road and what he's achieved has been absolutely brilliant. You can't take that away from him. Michael Beale needs the same sort of a time. Whether he gets that or not, you probably would say not because... If you're a Rangers manager, Celtic manager, not producing, you don't get 18 months. But I think, to be fair to Michael Beale, he's got to be given time, especially in the summer, to, you know, revamp the team again. Get players out that are at the end of their contracts, players that are not going to go on the journey that he wants to go on, bring in his own players, his own style of football, get a pre-season under his belt, then judge from there. But I've got to say the job that Postacoglu has done at Celtic has been terrific and you can't take that away from him. So they're in a good place. Rangers have got to get there as a club mm. in a good place. And that's where it does all need to come in hand in hand, Mark, because if Gordon's not wrong when he says Michael Bill needs transfer windows, needs time, but does he, in con- or, or can you, can he, in conjunction with Ross Wilson and whoever else, Pick the right player Because it's yeah. always saying They need time But everybody You need to get You need to pick you the right player You need to get player. the right one um, And Celtic were fortunate With Hans Postacoglu And you a certain market And he got deals done Quickly Wasn't a long drawn out process And Beal has to establish That relationship I, I, I take it they're still Probably getting there At the minute It's not perfect Between Beal and Ross Wilson But the, the summer Will be the big The big one Because that's where Optimism Is at its highest With the fans New signings coming in They do need to get More of them right than wrong That sounds obvious saying But once That gets established then Rangers fans Are are entitled to sit back And take stock one way or the other Has it worked? Is it a success? Are we getting closer to Celtic And how they're running things? Or are we still Quite a far distance apart? Tam people will tell you I'm very nosy You sound like you're out Watching some football just now <laughs> I'm actually coaching at this moment in time. I've taken a break for the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Five laps in the pitch, boys. What are they doing right now? Uh, they're away the having a team chat because the result didn't go so well on Friday night. So they're getting um... <laughs> What's t- What team is it, Tam? She wants to cop. Well, short spot. He's got to mumble that there. Is that he's trying to hide because they lost on oh, Friday? Sure, hi. Short spot record under twenties and under twenty one. So two two age groups I deal with. So brilliant. Good on you, Tom. Right, you get back to it. They need your help if they lost on Friday. <laughs> Cheers, lad. <laughs> this show never uh, fails to surprise me. Great. Boys, do ten laps of pitch. I'm going I've on. Got a phone call to make. <laughs> is it something important, Gaffer? <laughs> yes, no, yes, it is. That's great. Love that, that is something you would do. What, 10 laps of pitch? No, just break away from... Oh, I've done that many times. Oh, I've seen him, seen him many a time at Airdrie. <laughs> just walking around the phone. Wondering who was on the phone to you. Uh, anyway, thank you to all at Shots Bon Accord for <laughs> facilitating Tam's contribution to the show. Uh, right, how are you doing on this teaser? I quite like it, you know. It's um, 
It's a good question I do like it James from Port Glasgow sent in Nine players who've scored for six or more English Premier League clubs Which is some doing You have to say Peter Crouch Craig Bellamy I think he did seven didn't he Craig Bellamy um, And Les Ferdinand I think I've got two I'll give you Robbie Keane Yep Good shout And I'll give you a certainty Nicholas and Elka Oh aye, aye. Must be You sure? Oh yeah Must be Must be Played with about 20 clubs Arsenal, Man yes. City, Bolton, uh, West Brom, West Brom, Chelsea, Liverpool. Oh, I played for Chelsea as well. Yeah. So did. <laughs> what a career. Anyway, we'll get the rest of the answers then. next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard A good full-time teaser for Mark Wilson and Gordon DL tonight Still time for you to call Still more football discussion for us to have But this is just a bit of fun we always do uh, To finish off the show And it actually relies on you That's the beauty of it You send in the questions And the pundits try and answer your questions So if you've got one for us It's fulltime at Clyde1.com if you want to send it in tonight James in Port Glasgow says Name nine players that have scored for six or more English Premier League clubs Really tough Last night's was brutal by the way Horrendous But Roger Hanna and Andy Halliday are Anoraks They got there in the end And Andy even texted me about nine o'clock this morning Asking for the question So he was clearly going to go in <laughs> to the Harps dressing room And uh, <laughs> test out the knowledge And there Right you've given me You're doing okay actually You've got Anelka Robbie Keane Peter Crouch Craig Bellamy Les Ferdinand Darren, Darren Bent Darren Bent Yep Craig Hignett <laughs> he loves What? Hignett. He loves Hignett I know. No I liked his podcast uh, Robbie Fowler No Great shout uh, Gareth Barry No Oh I'll tell you um, The other guy um, Yes the other guy That's right Marcus Bent there are two in there Darren yeah. yeah whoever takes you The first one And added the second one on as well Oh, d- oh there you go My phone's That's a good there. shout I Go on then Name me Two out of the six clubs That Marcus Bent scored Chris, for Crystal Palace Let me look these up To make sure <laughs> Crystal Palace I guess Because everybody plays for Crystal, Crystal Palace. Palace Come on I'm waiting on you and Birmingham th- Ipswich No no I think Spurs Ipswich was one Ipswich is right <laughs> Was yes. Spurs one Nope and neither was well, uh, He did play for Palace actually Yeah you got um, yeah, you, you know your stuff Nor- not, It wasn't in Norwich Listen to this He's scrambled You're about to just name me I'm Every not, English club I'm naming players that have played I named Gareth Barry Because I th- that was wrong Anyway right okay Well we've got two to go Two to go We'll get them before the end of the show And again If you want to send your questions in Like James has tonight Full time At Clyde1.com So please do send that And do you know what I was thinking I was I was checking my diary here Because um, I write these things down Which is obviously not true But was it not around this time last week? Is tomorrow not the big day for you? Mm-hmm. Not that big day You've had enough of them I oh, mean yeah. you know, Is it tomorrow you're recording your music video? Yeah, apparently Yeah yeah, It's all kicking off tomorrow Now I know you can't fly, say too much You can't tell us You can't tell us the You can't tell us the artist or the venue Or anything no. like that What character are you playing again in, I'm in the play, music video? I'm playing a DJ Um <laughs> Uh, Imagine turning uh, up to a gig a and seeing him DJing spin and go I'm, right out the front door. I've got my medallions and everything. I know this doesn't work on the radio, right? Daddy go, boy. Go and pretend you're a DJ a minute. Just let me see it for my own amusement. I think uh, that's that again. I'm not sure DJs. Again, it doesn't <laughs> work on radio, but for me and Mark, go on, one well, more time. No, I'm not doing that. But I've, I've watched George, right? And you don't really do it. You just go. 
twiddle, twiddle the knobs <laughs> Exactly And then kid on your spin I don't in think the record you, I don't think they mix Like that anywhere Do uh, they? Oh, With they records do, do a lot I don't of think mixing. they carry records a bit though. I think they do a lot of mixing Nowadays A big set of decks behind me That George uses Yeah ah, But he doesn't come in with Like a box of records movement That Gordon was doing Was a bit, a bit of scratching Is that what you to, used to call to, it? A bit yeah. Producer Chris has just said Will we turn them on And Gordon can have a go But somewhere in the west of Scotland George Bowie <laughs> Is screaming at his radio Saying Absolutely not I wouldn't right, do that Without too. giving too much away I do think the listeners Will appreciate this anecdote Just to underline How ridiculous this is So before the show tonight Gordon DL I came into the car park And his car was there But he wasn't That's a bit strange Where is he? And he came in half an hour later And said that he was over In JD Sports Trying to find clothes For his appearance as a DJ In tomorrow's music video So whatever Whatever that means uh, Imagine him in a North Face tracksuit well, doing a his, I think you'd struggle to find Bermuda Any DJ sh- on the circuit Well we're flying out tomorrow's Bermuda shorts Just a tracksuit Bermuda-ish. Yeah, maybe that's the type of music he's. All oh, right, okay. Oh. I can't wait to see it. Do we oh. know when it's out? The release date? I'm we'll get a Christmas number one. Let me tell you. One thing's an absolute certainty. Knowing him as we do, he's not doing it for free, is he? Oh, <laughs> yeah. there must be all for charity. Oh, <laughs> a silver cross in the palm. A wee platinum up my wall. You think we believe that? You remember. Don't, it's only a couple of months I've never forgiven you For the time Mark Wilson's charity Asked you to perform what? That very important Festive role yeah. And you said no mm-hmm. Shame I, I, Unfortunately ridiculous. I couldn't I, I, I says to him I'd, I, If he'd any other dates I would certainly I'd pop round But unfortunately he didn't uh, A couple of games actually Tonight as you quite rightly Identified On Be the Pundit Is Dundee Against Partick Thistle I feel like all the Championship games Are big games at the moment um, But yeah. But for a number of reasons That one clearly um, Partick Thistle's managerial situation um, Is Doolan, Chris Doolan Not being given the job Permanent yet Is it still kind of An interim basis oh, It's important But important for Dundee You know they, Apparently they get a goal Chopped off at the weekend Well this is their Well one of I think you know Yeah they go level On games played With mm. Queen's Park Tonight So they, To close the gap To one point They need to win the game Obviously win, Yeah um, So Huge incentive isn't it It is A big game And just by coincidence I was up at the, the training ground um, Great facilities A lot put into the club Sorry, Dundee I take that Just quickly the, Yeah no that was right I thought I'd miscalculated You know some league tables are Live And some oh, are before yeah, the game yeah. No but I think I think we're right on that But um, like I said A lot put into the club To try and get them back up this year And you know They've been good to a certain extent But a wee bit inconsistent so it's a big one for them tonight And then for Thistle A win moves them Not technically Into the, the playoff places But level on points With mm-hmm. with the playoff places Oh don't get me wrong If they won comfortably enough I suppose they would um, On goal difference So big game that Massive I think there'll be a decent crowd I think it'll be a decent game And obviously Chris Doolin You know In the hot seat just now Hoping to make that permanent probably um, so it's all about results So it's up to him to go to Dens tonight And get a good result But that will be a difficult game I've got a sneaky Dundee might just win that I agree with Mark I think they've been inconsistent But at home tonight I think they'll have enough Yeah not much to tell you about It's just started um, And it is still goalless there At, at Dens Park Between Dundee and Partick Thistle If there is anything of note uh, Before we vacate tonight I will tell you all about it A couple down the Divisions as well Just in case you keep an eye on these things Bonnie Rig Rose against Forfar and Dumbarton Stenhouse Muir That's big to be fair At the top of League 2 And since it's one of our local sides 
uh, Dumbarton um, are narrowly in front of Stirling Albion. Um, Slipped up at the weekend, didn't yeah, they? Stirling have now, after tonight, Stirling will have two games in hand. So, um, come on, Stirling's need to try and uh, get a victory in that one as well. And we are almost there in terms of the rest of this week, Mark. Um, it's going to be interesting. I, I, I don't know if you even get over a day like Sunday in. Two, two nights You know we, we might still have Fallout tomorrow <laughs> no, no. Again you know Michael Beale is going to speak In a couple of days And then that will Bring everything back To the fore They must be desperate To get out there And put things right Look Saturday's a while away Before we get too In depth with a preview Of that one on paper I guess it's a gentle fixture Sorry Derek McInnes If he's listening At home to Killy Um but at the same time, I don't know, maybe that brings its own pressure. Maybe the Rangers fans are now really expecting all guns blazing, yeah, blow yeah. Kilmarnock away on I Saturday. Think so. I don't think fans got over a cup final defeat to Celtic uh, or vice versa within two or three days. I think it lasts with them until they see something that that can make them happy again. The next game is Kilmarnock on the face of it. It looks like the perfect fixture with Kilmarnock's away record um, for Michael Beale to, to put a performance his team to put a performance on the team selection's always interesting because will he just then throw Raskin and, and Cantwell in and then the and if they do well Rangers fans will go well where were they last week so as an interesting weekend and then over at Celtic Sunday I mean everybody mm. expects them to keep winning but we said that the last time they went to the Smizer oh, it'll be easy Ange Postacoglu can change his team and look what happened that day so interesting week Reluctant to preview those games too much Because it's only Tuesday Plenty of time to get stuck into that As the week progresses For now though let's revisit the teaser I've got a text from Andrew McLean Our colleague um, Which is so true That Craig Hignett is the most rogue answer He's ever heard On, <laughs> beat the, button, the, uh, on the full time teaser And it is I mean honestly What on earth that was all about I don't know um, But can you name how many is it we're looking for? Nine players that have scored for six or more English Premier League clubs. So not Craig Hignett. Um, Marcus Bent, Darren Bent, Nicholas Anelka, Robbie Keane, Peter Crouch, Craig Bellamy and Les Ferdinand. Two to get one. No chance. Was the Teddy Chering on one? Maybe. Oh. Um, no, he's not. No? Oh. Nope. That's sort of a wee boyer. Very much. Th- that. What were you going to say? That kind of era really, and stuff? Yeah. Wee boyer? No. No. Very much Teddy Sheringham Era Andy Cole There we are Oh hold on a minute Did did nobody text him? No No No. It's it's an easier answer than Marcus Bent And I gave him a clue The last one Forget it you two Teams Honestly Teams He's a couple It's not even so much that I just can't believe this guy's done it Fair play to him Um, Come on Right I'm getting there He's English He played for Spurs Everton and Liverpool Leeds Borough Obviously quite a few Mark Allen <sighs> well, I mean, what, That's me worse a, than a, Craig Hignett N-B Neil a great answer this I think he did play for England as well didn't he Neil Neil No Nick Barnby Oh, oh Unbelievable What a shout a uh, Thank you Mark and Gordon We are back tomorrow at 6 o'clock Marvin Bartley and Cammy Bell are here And Callum Gallagher is up next Thanks for listening